In this modern-day era, what are your views about people living together and then requesting this church to marry them? It's a great question. Um, I, I wrestle with this. So our, our pastors wrestle with this dozens of times a year because if a couple is not living together before marriage, they are very weird. Right? Maybe two generations ago that, that would have been abnormal and socially unacceptable, but no longer. Now it's you know, the, the Christian kids and grandkids, it's lots of you. Um, the question is, what are, what are my views about people living together? Let's tackle that first. Um, what Bible passage says, thou shalt not live together? There isn't one. So we've got to be really careful about implications and assumptions and adding things to the Bible. That's not a good thing to do. But I will say this. What does the Bible say about having sex outside of marriage? A lot. It's a passage in 1 Corinthians 6 that says, Do not be deceived. It's not just the drunkards and the slanderers and the swindlers and men who have sex with men that might be in trouble. The first thing on the list is, Do not be deceived. The sexually immoral will not inherit the kingdom of God. Right, so what's moral sexually to God it's two people enjoying the great, good gift of sex. That's what it is. After they've made this lifelong commitment publicly in front of God and in front of witnesses. Now, if I was you, let's say you're dating someone and I hear that passage, I'm thinking, I don't want to mess with that. Like, I don't want to take that command lightly pretty serious language. Hebrews 13 verse 4 says, marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and the sexually immoral. So, I know about your relationship but I like my wife. She kind of likes me back. And living in the same house, like, you, you see each other a lot. <laughs> You're in the same bed. She's changing. She's showering. Like, those are the moments where a dude's like, hey. <laughs> right? And that's good. That's, that's sexual attraction. That, that's a gift from God. And you know, sometimes when, when the attraction goes and the desire goes, it, it's hard to say no in those moments. So you have to ask yourself a big, big question. Not, where's the Bible passage that says don't? The honest question every Christian has to answer is, am I able to live in that situation without crossing the biblical line? Right? And, and you got to be honest. I've actually found in counseling the most effective thing to do, uh, and this can work with men or women, but especially you ask guys this, like, dude, just be honest with me. Is this happening? And no dude has ever said to me, no, like not even close, Pastor. <laughs> like it, it just is. Sexual attraction is, is often very magnetic. And when you get two magnets close enough to each other, they end up together. So I would say, even though it's difficult, super inconvenient, 99% of couples that I've met have options. You can crash with a friend, you can stay with your parents. And trust me, one day, if God blesses you with children, 
and you say to them, you know, mommy and daddy were living together and then we went to this church service one time and the pastor made us think and it cost us a few grand in rent and I didn't sleep over but I you know, drove back to my parents' house at night. You will never regret doing the hard thing for the truth of God's word. Never. So, if that's your situation, if you've crossed that line, I'd encourage you to repent, come to Jesus. There is forgiveness for sexual sin. And as 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18 says, flee. Run from sexual temptation. It's strong. Keep far away from that line. What about requesting this church to marry them? We don't got time for that. <laughs> very, very complicated. You know, what do you expect out of a wedding? Do both people have to be repentant? What if this is their way of like fixing the situation? Like, okay, okay, we are living together, but we want to be married. We love each other. Can we do that soon? We do that all the time at church. Um, if two people say, hey, we want God to bless our wedding, but we're just living in this and you're not going to change this and here's the date, ooh, then I got some issues, right? Don't, don't stand up front and say you love Jesus and you want him to bless you if you don't want him to bless you right now. So every couple is different. Every situation is different. If you grew up and you've been hearing this for 25 years and now you're stiffing God and his word, no, I got issues with that. If you're brand new to church, you're like, what? I didn't know the Bible said that. I'm going to be patient with you. So every couple's different. But I would encourage you, like I've done a lot of things wrong in my life. Waiting to live with Kim until we were married is one of the things we did right. So you can do it. There's grace and mercy and a lot of people who want to help you. Hey, Pastor Mike here. Would you take just a second of your time to rate and review this podcast? That might seem like a very small step, but we at Time of Grace believe that really big things often start really, really small. So we'd be so appreciative for your small efforts that will help us do big things for the kingdom of God.